I'm not sure how to start this episode, so I'm going to repeat that story I just told you. Oh, okay. In sixth grade, I was already, like, straight up addicted to Adderall. And, like, it was making my extremities cold. So, like, my fingers and toes are always frozen to the touch. Mm -hmm. And this was when Twilight was at its height, right? It was at its peak. And I wanted... I got a ticket for the long run. I wanted everyone to know I was a vampire, right? So, like, I had this friend, Amalia, right? And she would touch my fingers and she'd be like... (gasps) They're so cold. She was like, are you a... And I was like, say it. (laughs) Ew, don't look at me like that. Ew, I hated that. And and so I was like, I, I, without saying it, I was like, yes, I'm a vampire. Right? So like, I would purposefully like make it look like I wasn't breathing. Were you the kid that like hissed at people in school? No, no. I was just the kid that really liked Twilight. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I was obsessed Uh, with like... Edward and Jacob. Like, they were just so Did you hot. read it? Yes, I did read the books. I read all in of the books. In sixth grade. The books were okay, but... The I don't remember them because I was a child. Awful. I was in college. I remember I read the one backstage at a um, play that I had to do, like... Like, part of your courses in the theater major is that you have to help out on set and do all the other jobs, even if that's not what your major is. Mm -hmm. So, like, I had to go, and I don't know what I was, was like, volunteering or something to be cleanup crew or something. So, every single night I had to go to each one of the performances, and I just sat backstage and then read the book, and then it was done. Like, I helped set up and take down stuff. And I blew through that series. <laughs> I read it because everybody else was reading it. And I was like, all yeah. right, it's got to be good. Like, it's got to be great. And no shade, no tea. Like, mm-hmm. I did enjoy the books. It's not I like mean, I you was read like, all of them. It was, yeah, because when I had to know what happened. And it was kind of a fucked up book. Like, yeah. I don't know. I read a lot of, like, fantasy fiction. So I was down. I was mm-hmm. like, even if this is bad, like, I need to be, like, in on the yeah. jokes. And it was okay for Fingering me. Fingering the pulse. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> then the movies came out and it was not good. I think the when the movies, movies were, were coming bad. out up all the way up until I was in high school. Were they? Yeah. So the yeah, movie, it took a lot. I feel like it took a long time. The first the movie came out, come out, I think, when I was in middle school. I'm not <laughs> that sure. funding. Oh, <laughs> God. But no, I, I was like... I've been seeing so many Twilight memes on TikTok, and I was just, like, really having a throwback. Well, the reason why we even said that was because a co-worker of mine, like, just texted me, can I ask you a serious question? And I said, no. (laughs) And she said, oh, okay. And then I said, yeah, what's up? She goes, did you fuck with Twilight back in 2008? And I was like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She's like, all right, cool, because I want to send you a bunch of TikToks, and I want you to know what they mean. (laughs) Um, so, hey guys, what's up? Speaking of, of which, which, we're back. Um, Welcome back to our regularly scheduled program. Regularly scheduled, 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 hello. Even though I feel like after everything that's happened, nothing will ever be the same. No, for the better. Mind. Yeah. You know, and I, I like, I really want this episode to just be what it is. We're, mm-hmm. We don't have anything really planned. We have a few things probably in our minds that we want to bring up, but... We're not going to focus solely on one thing and Mm -hmm. hopefully forever things will just be naturally integrated into content Mm -hmm. and we can continue to do what we needed to. I did want to mention though that we got a buttload of people that messaged us saying that they could not listen to last week's episode which used to be titled hashtag Black Lives Matter before we had been educated and knew that that could be taking over mm-hmm. and, you know, silencing somebody who actually was educated or a person of color. So I just, like, I took that yeah. title down not only because I didn't want to slam that hashtag with content, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I also was thinking that maybe we were, like, being muted or like silenced or something was wrong with the audio because i had hashtag black lives matter for last week's episode so i did change the title to poc matter just because people will get the idea and the gist um and it's a short episode anyways it's you know it said what it needed to in the time that we had recorded it we were very weak and vulnerable to like Mm -hmm. just our feelings and processing everything so if you couldn't listen to last week's episode let me know because it was kind of weird some people said they could listen to it and some people didn't and when i went in and listened to it it was fine so it's not as if i don't know i don't know what the issue was we've literally yeah we've never had an issue never had an issue 
ever. And it's like, what, almost 60 episodes in? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of wild because I couldn't figure out what was wrong. Wait, have we not reached the one-year mark yet? Yeah, we have. 52 weeks in a year. Oh, my God. Put the white claw down. <laughs> I forgot how many weeks we're in here. I was like, is it 64? Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we, already, we, we, we already did our one year. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, yeah. Sorry, why am I just now experiencing that? I don't know. Okay, um, I forgot how to count. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I know that some people were disappointed, even though it was a short, like it was just a short episode. We addressed what we could in the moment and the feelings that we had, but you know, it wasn't a normal episode, but it just was weird. Mm -hmm. And I also changed, you know, um, this platform lets you have five tags and normally I just tag spiritual or tarot or whatever, general shit. I don't waste my time on tags here. But I did try and make them more geared towards the 12 minute clip for last week that we had. And I changed all of those just in case. So I don't know what, it's just kind of weird. It is weird. I don't know if it was the different yeah platforms listen to or maybe it was just such an abrupt change for our podcast yeah and they were just like checking it out like who knows yeah anyways we thought it was a little suspicious (laughs) um but yeah we want to carry carry on with you know upbeat and happy content as well Mm -hmm. as educating ourselves and you guys and i'm really glad that we got to make those donations did they all go through all right they all went through i printed out receipts for my like we should put them on the facebook page and stuff like that yeah i was i just didn't want to be a little braggy you know yeah. what i mean but i know that some I know people we, I really was that i didn't want people to think we were braggy but also like some people demand be, follow through receipts yeah. do you know what i mean and so i did keep that in mind i think i i don't know i would hope that people would trust us but mm-hmm. either way just just to recap you if for some reason you couldn't listen to last week's uh episode we donated donated the hundred dollars that was um raised from either the supporters you guys who support the podcast monthly or there were a few contributions to um the penniless county homeless leader it's like a leadership i don't know the exact title i have to look it up Mm -hmm. again it's kind of a weird title but it directly is going to help the homeless in our county just because that's how the whole conversation was sparked in the first place um and then we were going to match that to a hundred dollars matched but it was right dead in the center of everything going on with black lives matter movement so we decided to shift the focus and we split the 50 50 um and 50 dollars went to the black visions collective Mm -hmm. and then 50 dollars went to the bailout project so we'll link as much as we can it's kind of hard for me to put stuff um on the anchor description so if this gets uploaded to youtube this week then there will be descriptions in uh Mm -hmm. yeah links in the description i'm feeling more like going forward like this is the first time in my life where i'm like making a conscious decision like okay i need to make sure that i'm putting my coins where my mouth is you know like and choosing in keeping up to date with organizations that I feel like have boots on the ground and like are doing things and I want to be contributing and like this feels really long term for me in terms of how I want to be that's great doing things so I feel like that would be just if anything is coming out of this I think a lot of people are thinking that I saw Katie Flowers sharing stuff about like pay the rent in Australia mm-hmm. for making sure that um Oh my god, I'm like blanking. No, I know. They're the uh, Aboriginal, like, or Indigenous First Nations. Holy moly, I've it's forgotten. Okay. It's okay. We're all leaning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just like I all I really this... don't know. The only way mm-hmm. that I know about any sort of minority group in Australia is, is because literally of Katie. solely because of Katie Flowers. She's also the first... I don't Aust- know if you guys know who that is, but like... <laughs> She's um, literally the only Australian we know. So that's so not true. That's the only Australian you might know. That's the only Australian know. I know. I know a lot of Aussies. So like I, you know, like when it's not your country, like you don't learn about it in school, and like and unless someone. You know what's crazy? That's totally not true for America. I don't agree with that. But we definitely don't learn about Australia. We do not learn about I, Australia. Maybe just because there's not much going on between the U.S. and Australia. In world, I don't in know. my AP World History class, which I got a perfect score in. Um, 
We talked about Australia for 30 minutes. I literally... That was it. I, I thought... Yeah, I don't know. It's... That's a whole nother a whole topic, th- though. <laughs> the education system of in this of country, US. abysmal. It's, it's a lot for today to, to to ease into, but it's abysmal. Let's catch up on just some some regular shit. It's been two weeks since we it's really been just so long, so listeners. So long. What's new um, in Skylar's life? Yeah, I got a haircut um, that I felt like. Rebranded you? Rebranded me. <laughs> okay. Suddenly, my hair was doing a middle part. Okay, honestly, this is my favorite haircut style that I've ever mm-hmm. seen on you. It definitely is a rebrand. It's so slight that literally no one would notice except for like me because I see you all day, every day. Right. But the person that cut your hair was a was little it, was, on crack. Was on crack. Um, but like the the new style is where right? it's at. Like I kind of want to go back and be like, can you fix can this? You... Shit? Wait, I want to be like, I don't know what you were on and doing last time, yeah. but do it again. <laughs> but like straighter. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so <laughs> we were <laughs> we were swimming and Skylar <laughs> comes out of the water and his hair is like flat on his forehead like like flat flat like he came up out of the water like a torpedo right and his hair is flat on his forehead on a perfect like a perfect straight, bowl cut. no not a bowl cut on a diagonal like the tip of it could have taken an eye out it started from like the top of his hairline and went straight down to his eye and you could tell that the hairdresser literally wet the shit out of his hair and put it against his forehead and then ran the scissors across it and then like combed it back and it just so happened to like feather the way it needed to which is crazy because i literally liked your haircut like and then i watched i was like oh my god how what the fuck how does that turn into like when it's dry but anyways we were laughing about it it i have been trying to manifest this middle part thing since maybe 1996 when I would have been a baby yeah. seeing Leonardo DiCaprio for the first time in Titanic. Yeah. Just that. Little Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Huh? <sighs> okay. First of all, yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas wishes he was me okay. based on this incredible new hairstyle that I have. Okay. Um, it's not even a middle part right it's now. It's not. <laughs> it's like a, I really have it's to. It's like a middle side part. I have to work for it to make it look right. Otherwise yeah. it all just goes back. Yeah. Like it's. It's like a comb over, but a comb back. Mm. I don't know what, what you would call that. Thrilling. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh wow, my I think god. our lives have been so boring. I turned to you yesterday. What was I saying? This uh, is all, it's quote unquote, this is all I have. Please pretend to listen. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I'm so boring. Please listen to me though. Like, this is all I have. Like, I need you to hear me out. What was I fucking talking about? You set reading goals for asteroid. Oh, yeah. I'm reading a book. I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, What's I had just got done. Goal? I had just got done talking about my garden for the 500th <laughs> time. And I needed him to applaud me mm-hmm. because I found little cherry tomatoes budding on my plant. And I realized that I have nonstop, like, talked about my garden, which is fine. You guys can yeah. get the fuck over it. But then I could see that he was bored with me. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll just talk to him about my book that he's reading. And I was sitting there with the asteroid goddess book that I am reading and we'll talk about. It's by Demetra, George, and Douglas. I can't remember. That sounded like a random string of names. But anyways, (laughs) it's not. But um, I was telling him that I got a course by Demetra George, and it's on the 20th of this month pertaining to asteroid goddesses. So I was like, that's synchronistic. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I'm going to set weekly goals for myself to make sure that I like get most of the way, if not all the way through this book. But I had like bookmarked them and everything. I was like, Skylar, um, I set reading goals. Look, at, I'm almost to my week. Isn't that interesting? And he was like, yeah. And I go, oh, please listen to me. I have nothing else. I have nothing right now. Wow. That's all I got. Thank you so I much. I pull out a little notebook and start taking notes. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, did you reach your goal? <laughs> I did reach my goal for the first week and then some. I have been trying to convince, speaking of George, 
I have been trying to, <laughs> to convince your George yeah. to play Civilization Five with me on the computer, mm. and I am slowly like chipping away at him. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk by and I'll be like, on my way to play Civ Five. <laughs> if only someone else had it that wanted to play with me. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Yeah, and then like walk away and then like casually bring my computer to the couch. And Is be it like, free? No. Oh. It cut it. Ah. <laughs> it's ah. a game that costs money. But I told him like on July 4th, it always goes on sale for like seven dollars. It's like a forty dollar game usually with like with all the DLCs and expansion packs and blah, yeah. blah, all that. And I feel like he would. I feel like I would have fun for five minutes until he figured out how to play. Yeah, and, and then, then completely would, obliterated yeah. me, and then I wouldn't want to play anymore. Yeah. So I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm better than him at Call of Duty now. Ooh, I bet he hates that. I literally, I played, when did I just get? They just, nothing sucks that when. Sid Shipman like, and you, went like 84 and 20 or something, which is like pretty damn good for Shipman. There's something that sucks about like being like the person that's good at something in the household and then someone else picks it up and then they become good at it too. And yeah, then he you hates you were dead. me. He hates me. <laughs> I if started, any of our listeners play Civilization if, 5, no, if, any, if anybody plays Call of Duty, hit me up. Wait, which Call of Duty do you play? Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I don't know what, what it is actually. Is it? Um, yeah, no, I'm doubting it. Call, um, I'll, just hit me up. Whatever. Hit me up. I'll send you a pic of the game. Like it's my boyfriend's name because he used to play, and then I started playing, and I'm better than him. So now I just play on his account, but he doesn't really play. I saw an alligator. You did see an alligator. I was on a walk in like a nature trail, mm. right? Mm-hmm. In that I, w- I was sending you Snapchats because I was getting excited. Yeah. I was like nature. Yeah. It was and, cute. I was showing George. And like, okay. I was like, he's not an alligator. <laughs> he's like, wow, it's big. <laughs> so like there was, um, in this nature preserve, there was a lot of sculptures donated to the preserve by the local um, arts college, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking around, I'm taking pictures of all these sculptures, and I come across an alligator, and I turn to the person I was with, and I was like, oh my god, wow, there's an alligator sculpture mm-hmm. like right here in the middle of the trail mm-hmm. and he looks at me and he goes that's not a sculpture oh. <laughs> i was like oh, what? oh wait what? Oh, oh okay okay <laughs> i was like i was like no what no yeah, oh my god oh my god and i was like do we like walk around it or yeah. and he was like no we turn and like walk away like okay so you turn your back to we it? We turned my back to it because Are I was feeling fearless. Are you sure that fearless. was the way? Well, so we were on an island. So, like, there's this lake right next to downtown St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of it, or not in the middle of it, there's, like, an island, basically, that you can walk to via a bridge. Mm-hmm. And, like, on this island. To Terabithia? The bridge to Terabithia. Yeah. Oh, bridge to Alligator <laughs> Island. So Same I'm, thing. So we're standing on this island, and I'm looking out, and there's just... You can see the alligator eyes peeking over the water, swimming around. And we saw like four or five big ones just in the water. And I was me? like, and it really hit me yeah. that we live in Florida. Oh, gotcha. And we don't own this land. No. The alligators do. They really do. Gators and taters. Gators and taters. Live here. Live here. I, I want to like re-listen to our episode on the way down and listen to the naivety. and the, I know. The like... I'm surprised I saw a gator so quickly. And then last or last month, there was a hammerhead shark at St. Petersburg Beach. Like, guys, there are sharks in the water, alligators in the water. All the Florida people listening to this are like, yeah. They're like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Here. Yeah. Like, hello. So ignorant. Oh, my God. <sighs> what else? I found a generator online. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're this so going. Did you to. did you message George because he's been wanting one? We're trying to prep for hurricane season, and no, I meant the new age topic generator. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about an energy generator. What? I was like, wow, okay, this podcast is getting a little. I was like, why real. did George we convert really don't to the have new age? Anything? <laughs> we don't have anything to talk about? We're talking about our generators. Okay, so guys, there's this is a website. Or basically, if you Google New Age Topic Generator, it's the first result. It's called the New Age Bullshit Generator, right? And this guy was... <laughs> this, this, is, this is what the guy said. Namaste. Do you want to sell a New Age product? Tired of coming up with meaningless stories? Want to join ranks of best-selling, help off- best-selling self-help authors? I can help. 
I have created this generator. So I click generate and this is what it generated. Fulfillment is constant. Ecstasy is the driver of rejuvenation. By maturing, we vibrate. This is a random string of words that he has... Like, he, like, put that all he, of He put these... all of these words into a pool, and it randomly generates, like, using, like, nouns, adjectives, and verbs. Okay, let's play a game. Okay. okay. So, are you on the generator yes, thing Yes, I right can now? generate as many as we would like. Generate it, mm-hmm. and then explain it as best you can, and it's, like, make it real. Like, make me believe that what is on there okay. you said. By flowering, we live. Self-actualization is a constant and nothing is impossible. Now, I think what this what you need to understand about this real article that yeah. was just generated yeah. is that when we flower, mm-hmm. we live. Okay. Self-actualization uh-huh. is something that we f- constantly f- flower. Okay. Nothing's impossible, girl. That's it? That's your argument? Um, hold on. Let me generate a new one. You literally just By read redefining... <laughs> All you did was reread it. You're the worst. <laughs> this article Don't says... Don't you Virgo Libra in you? Come on! By redefining, we believe. Okay. To wander the vision quest is to become one with it. Flow requires exploration. And you want to know what was making me cringe about this? Okay. I was like, wait a minute. This is kind of how I type. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to end everything yeah, now. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I was like, wait, did he go to my page to get this shit? <laughs> is that a direct quote from my I Instagram? was feeling... So basically, like, as I was generating stuff, I was like, wait a minute. Why does some of this make sense? <laughs> like, oh, my yeah. God. So, yeah, that would be fun for everyone at home to do. Um, what's new with trigger you? Yourself, trigger yourself. Trigger yourself. Well, um, what's new with me? Literally, you heard it. Bookmarking my books. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I have... It's just been raining. I and, have, like... Three new things. Yeah. Literally soaking up and learning and watching as much content literally on the Black Lives Matter movement as I can without burning myself out or, mm-hmm. you know, spiraling down a space mm-hmm. that I can't get out of. Just yes. on the tip of that, you know, just yeah. a waver and all the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, but doing everything that I can, you know, mentally and emotionally and financially yeah. and all of that. But then the other two things are literally my garden and the book that I'm reading and trying to submerge myself as well into just studying deeper into parts of astrology that I find that I wasn't given proper like basics on, which yeah. is to tending to be a lot more of like the the asteroids and the minor aspects and things like that. So I am living for this book and i will already be recommending it and i'm only one like one third or one fourth of the way through i think it's excellent and that is the asteroid goddesses the one that i was just talking about it's so well done it's honestly the best astrology book i have read in a really long time and again i'm only like one fourth of the way through so basically it's from what i can tell it's breaking down asteroids there's the four that um are like mostly in the intro and i think she Mm -hmm. does go over chiron what was the name of this hold on i can never remember cerisa Sarasota. Ceres. Ceres. So there's Ceres, there's Pallas Athene, there's Juno, and then there's Vesta. And those are the four that are the main, you know, components of this book. And I think she might go into other details Would you consider them the primary asteroids, like, in the chart? Hmm, yes. Uh, yes. Most, I, I would think, especially if you go on to, like, basic... I mean, every astrologer is different. Like, mm-hmm. some astrologers don't even care about the asteroids and especially these ones i feel like you either think that they really enhance the reading and they give a lot more to it or you think that they can just be answered by looking at basic things like the moon so i you know you don't really need to if you just like have a certain expectation of extra uh, of astrology and like you want to meet a a certain point and you're like okay i'm good now i just want to study other people's charts but I just want to go deeper and I know about these asteroids, but like I haven't read 
like all the information that's been gathered over the years about these asteroids have been so hodgepodge for me or so like, mm-hmm. you know, this or that. Like I really wanted something cohesive all together that I could like sit down and study these asteroids. So this book is like when was blowing asteroid my mind. goddesses published? I don't know, but like Does it feel like it was like a nineties book or does it feel like recent? I can go get it. I think it was the eighties and I think it was redone because well the ephemeris for um the asteroid ephemeris came out in nineteen seventy three. So I, I think the there was two publications of this book because they redid it when they updated or added more to the asteroid ephemeris in the back of the book. Mm-hmm. There's a, like a big percentage of our listeners right now that probably literally think that I'm speaking another language. Hold on, let me look at the book. I feel like if you were going to be an asteroid ephemeris writer, you need to have some Virgo placements. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that is such a true statement. So, um,. Let's see, when was it published? I know that when I read the front that it said that it was... I think it's the second publication of this book. Um, And I think she talks about it in... I think there's two preface. Let's see. I think the second page of... of So she first met Douglas uh, in 1981, who was the co-author of this. Mm -hmm. Um, So So it's for sure after that. Yeah, I think in 1984 we had completed a draft. So it was in the mid-80s when the first publication mm-hmm. came out, which is pretty fast for some of the knowledge that was still being obtained about these certain asteroids. But anyways, um, I just finished series and it was the most comprehensive, knowledgeable, like educational explanation, although it was it wasn't like heady or wordy it was everything that i wanted it to be it felt very much like a textbook but it was also written to where i was like eating it up you know it wasn't like mm-hmm. oh my god that was all boring um so i don't know and especially because the last book i read was that past lives and saturn and it took me so long to get through and you know when you read a book and it takes you a really long to get through yeah and you just keep convincing yourself that like I have, like, I have to finish. I have to finish. Yeah, no, you keep having to, to reaffirm to yourself that you're not a slow reader, but it's just mm-hmm. this book. But then, like, the well, longer it takes... What's worse is when that happens with audiobooks, because it's like, am I a slow listener? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, why is this taking me so long to listen to this I know, book? right? Like, I could be doing this doing anything. Mm-hmm. But you know when you're reading a book, and it takes you a really long time, and you're like, it's just this book. It's really long. It's really... It's just taking me a long it's, time. Yeah. And then it takes too long, and you start to doubt yourself. You're like... Am I just actually I an a idiot? bad? Yeah, like, am I just really like dumb? I have a book. No, you're not, because I started reading this book and I can't get you enough. You can't put it down. No, I can't get enough of it. I there was a book that I just finished. It took me weeks to finish this book, and it's an yeah. audio book. So, excuse me, I must just be a slow listener. Yeah. And it was called. So it's actually recommended to me. I'm still I, listening to Miss of Avalon. However, it was a it was fifty like a 30, hour, fifty hours, fifty hour and fifty minute book. I'm on like the. Fourth. This book was only twelve hours only. Yeah. And it was by. Do you know who Adyashanti is? He's like no. famous on YouTube, kind of, in like in the Maybe? spiritual community. He's I like don't a, think I do. He's not in our community at all. He's okay. like a famous like Is Zen. He better than us. Yes. Okay. He's like a Zen Buddhist. Okay. Like up there with like Tara Brock and uh, who's that other guy that's famous? Uh, Muji Mushi. Oh my God! What's I'm forgetting everyone's name today. Anyways, he wrote this book called Resurrecting Jesus. Yeah. Embodying the spirit of a revolutionary mystic. So basically, it's like looking at Christianity through a Zen Buddhist lens. Cute. And it was so good. Like, my mind was, like, exploding. Yeah. At, at like... The someone Like, a, someone else's interpretation of something like that yeah. without having baggage attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like... If I say this wrong or if I believe it wrong, then it's, like, condemned. It was mm-hmm. more like, wow, let's look at this from, like, a literary standpoint and, like, a mm-hmm. mythological standpoint. And it was blowing my mind about, like, what other people see in a text that you would never see. And then you start to think, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> How could I have not seen that? Yeah. And then you're like, maybe I'm an idiot. <laughs> I feel... I feel like this book for me has been the puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. Like it's been the 
the it's like I've been trying to put together a few puzzle pieces to a puzzle without knowing what the image looks like. It's not impossible, and I've done really well at figuring certain mm-hmm. things out. But this book like gave me the image to put them together myself, and I'm just very happy because you know there's certain there's certain things that I've just struggled with. Again, feeling like I've had complete information on like I, there, I'm just like every time I have to look at asteroids or certain parts of minor aspects and things like that i just like doubt whether i know what it is where there's other placements where i'm like okay i don't even have to look that up like i already know and i can sense what's happening there but now i'm getting like so much more confident in the goddesses and i just what's cool Mm -hmm. is is that very synchronistically like i said the um course showed up and i'm taking that by demetra demetra george but I've started this garden. I'm like really obsessed with it. But the first goddess. Are you growing any corn? I'm not growing corn. Why would you, of all people, not be growing corn? I don't know. I just felt like it was a big investment. I didn't think. Okay, I'm growing. You guys want to hear how I'm growing? Yes. I only have two little containers, and I didn't want to get a lot because I just didn't. I don't know Florida. I don't know what it needs. I don't know what mm-hmm. it does. The bugs are different. I don't. I don't fucking know. So I just got two little containers. Mm-hmm. I have two different types of tomatoes in the one and carrots, which I put seeds in the ground, and I was just uh, in the container, Hoping. and I was like, you know, like whatever. If it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't. But the two tomato plants I had, you know, transplanted in from Lowe's, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I was like, okay, they're they're good to go. Um, like one of them's a cherry and one of them's a grape tomato plant, and then. I have in the other container, I have cucumbers, bell peppers, and sweet heat peppers. And everything is fucking flourishing. Like, it is thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's and then I had lettuce. It's and rainy. I like, there's know. been no sun to cook it. I know. And I have in the little pot, like, I had also mm-hmm. some, some lettuce seeds. So I put those in a little pot, and I was like, fuck it. If it works, it works. If not, whatever. And it's literally like sprouting like crazy all the carrots like i put way too many seeds in there and they're all coming up like fast and everything like my tomato has my tomato plant has tomatoes all on them already my cucumbers are trying to already make their cucumber babies um i have these huge sweet heat peppers that i'm waiting for them to turn red the bell peppers look like they're gonna go crazy and i just have these two little dinky containers so George and I walked out there today and already talked about like, mm-hmm. all right, will you build me a bed? Like this is not like my cucumbers are out of control and I've had them for like eight days. Is that what that drawing is? Yeah, I was trying to figure out how because I've been watching a lot of videos. He's talking about a little sketch I had for George because I watched a lot of garden videos actually of how to set things up and to make them grow upwards without taking a lot of room horizontally so there was someone that had like this kind of like this setup where there was these poles or like wooden stakes that went up maybe like i don't know five or six feet above the bed and then a whole um horizontal thing connecting it and then a bunch of holes where strings hung down and they like pegged it into the soil by the plant so that when the plant grew it could just wrap itself around the twine or wrap itself around the string so it would just train it and then you would basically prune it so that it would only grow upwards and you can do that by pruning it a certain way Mm -hmm. and so that way you're still getting a bunch of fruit or whatever and what if i built a greenhouse i'm gonna learn how to hammer and i would love you i'm going to i'm obsessed i'm gonna buy wood and a nail yeah i'm going to make them come together Mm -hmm. actually what is a greenhouse made of (laughs) i mean a lot of the times yeah a lot of the times greenhouses like to let in a lot of light so a lot of the times they're made of like glass or like some sort of do they keep heat inside we wouldn't need that what would be the benefit i don't really need a greenhouse i need a lot of raised flower beds (laughs) Oh, I know. Oh my god! A lot of money and time, but it's fine. Anyways, I've always wanted and loved gardening, but I've always rented the houses that we're in, and I don't want to spend the time and the energy and the money to set up this beautiful system of plants and then have to move or yeah, whatever. And then I was like, sure, I'll container garden that way. I can move it or take it with it with me or give them to the neighbors or something. Um, 
But then I just realized that I then you fell in love with each individual carrot. I have named them. <laughs> I talked to them. I've already made like I started filming today a vlog of me out there like, and it's me. T- I'm gonna be telling you how I literally magically communicate with my plants to make them grow. <laughs> I don't give a shit how crazy you guys think that is. I know all y'all out there water your plants and tell them you love them. You're out there singing them songs. No, like when I was pruning them earlier. The taste of your lips I'm on a red. Your cucumber's gonna Yeah. Oh, we were on the I am literally out there like about to... I was telling my plant earlier. I was I was telling my cucumber plant... I was like, look. I wish you had more friends. I know. I'm like, look, you had worms on you. You had caterpillars on you. I had to spray you. We're going to take a bunch of your leaves off. One, all of your leaves on the bottom. You know, you're not getting enough sunlight. These leaves aren't doing anything for you. They've got to go, okay? They've got to go. We're going to take them out. I, I got rid of the bugs on you. We're gonna we're gonna start again. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a lot of your sun leaves, okay? But you're gonna grow upwards, and it's gonna be good. You're mm-hmm. gonna feel really good afterwards. Well, what did it like say? I literally. What did it say? It was nervous. <laughs> I cut a lot back. I could feel it was like excited but nervous. Oh my god! And I went out a couple minutes later. When I tell you this cucumber plant is fucking crazy like it's growing like crazy you know how they get the little spindly things i can't mm-hmm. remember the proper term for them. your cucumber looks completely different than the one i grew literally within a few hours of me pulling all the leaves that i wanted off and like retwisting them around like the little cage i had i could see like it was like the little spindly thing was reaching up to the next bar and twisting itself around within like three hours I was like, oh my, god. oh my god, you are like alive, alive. Yeah. Like, I can see you changing within hours. So cool. Plants. That's why I really liked my um, snake plant back in Michigan, mm-hmm. Zoom Bar, that I gave to Michaela, and I'm pretty sure it's got to be dead by now. Yeah. <laughs> if you give someone else a plant that he, you've named. He moved, like. He got depressed and died. <laughs> My therapist had the same sort of plant in the office, and his was, like, a lot bigger because he had a bigger pot for his and whatever, and Mm -hmm. it was, like, on some sort of table next to you while you sat, and I had I always had the last appointment of the day because I came from work and straight from work to therapy. <laughs> uh, no, and so like at the end of the night, it was like kind of getting dark outside the window and you all that stuff. You could hear the people vacuuming in the hallway, and then like every couple sessions, you'd hear like <gasps> like you'd hear like was that next the to you on the wall, like and the it would, plant would be yes, growing? I would literally no, it would be so. Um, I think they're called catalpa, but but snake plants or rattlesnake plants, they literally have long green leaves and like purple underbelly of the leaf. And when it's nighttime or when it's cold, it literally shuts itself up straight up in the air and like the leaves all come together in like a tower. Mm. And then in the morning or when the sun comes, it like opens open itself up. up. And at the at night, like in that, it was like closing itself up, and the leaves were like scraping against the wall and moving as we were talking. How cool are plants? Yeah, Phoebe, can you fucking not? What is she doing? She's scratching. I'm talking about plants. Ugh. <sighs> Anyways, what I was thinking was cool. This is the most I talk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't talk to people. We've been watching Friends, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Yes. Um, but what's cool is that the book starts off with series and she embodies, you know, a lot of different things, but her story is about, you know, the loss of her daughter Persephone to the underworld and Pluto taking her and then her having to share him and and there's so much to the to the myth that I really love, but at the core of it, she's harvest and agriculture and crops and fertility of the land and all of that and she she's embodied by cancer and taurus and scorpio polarity and virgo and all of that together is just like so poignant when i was listening to like the messages of her and her mythology and just what she brings to the table as far as like what you can recognize in your natal chart but it was so cool because I just felt like I'm gardening. I got my <laughs> babies. I'm learning about, you know, such a 
cool goddess. Yeah. And it was all so synchronistic and it's all just like earthy, 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 earthy. Like, I love it. It's, I'm obsessed. You know, I was like, we, we, we were kind of talking about this, like trying to figure out where the names of asteroids came from and like, blah, blah, mm-hmm. the history of that. But I, after we were done talking about that, I was thinking of, so you know how we circle the sun and then our sun um, swirls around a black hole at the center of our Milky Way? You know, it's like we we revolve around the sun and the sun revolves around something and then like our um, our solar system is moving, right? Like through space. Does that mean like a million years from now we'll have a different set or like a new constellation? I don't, I don't, I don't know. What do, what do you thinking, think? I mean, like, I think that like if we were to look at it, like eventually, like as our solar system flies through space, mm-hmm. new things will come onto our horizon. And like, how exciting is that? Like a new era, right? Like new energy, like well, dumping itself upon the what earth. What do you think people do when they fucking found out about Pluto or whatever? Like so mm-hmm. many people were like, meh, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's it's not crazy th- enough. It's like, weird to think and of And like, now it's like one of the most important yeah things at least astro- astrologically mm-hmm. um oh, phoebe's gotta go out you you keep going i don't you so, like i was thinking of like i wonder like I don't... like maybe the dinosaurs died because <laughs> okay because like uh, one, of, one of the constellations disappeared or something maybe it was like shmurgo the constellation <laughs> the constellation i walked away for two seconds the constellation Shmurgo is now gone, and then it killed all the dinosaurs. Like, I don't know. Has anyone looked into it? Like, oh my God. Uh, have we always know. had the same constellations, or is all of space moving with us at the same time? Like, who knows? Who knows? If anybody knows the answer to that, please let me know. You know what I like to do when I was a kid? I like to send myself into, like, panic attacks and freak myself out because our brains are so used to having borders and mm-hmm like restrictions on them and there always has to be something on the outside of us so we are our body then we're in this room and then Mm -hmm. we're in this house and then we're in this city and this city is in this state we have borders and boundaries that we know get bigger and bigger but then trying to expand and thinking of something that doesn't hold it all in Mm -hmm. like the atmosphere and then going to the universe and then asking yourself like well what holds the universe together That as a child was so fucky because guess where my mind always went? I always went to like some big giant troll holding like a shoebox. And like our fucking universe is inside this like giant's shoebox. And he's just like living in his own, like there's a whole nother reality outside of that shoebox. And we're just Mm -hmm. a literal ant speck inside of this black mm-hmm. you know what's funny like we're, we're a, a speck of dust and that's funny about you seeing the troll with the shoebox yeah. when i was a child i mean i think it was like nine or ten i saw an internet meme yeah. right and it was like this tell pic- me that that's a real thing it's a real thing Wait, i saw really? an internet meme i don't uh, so like it was, a, it was like a picture of our earth I got it from. and then there's another picture of the earth zoomed out to like our solar system and then okay. our solar system our milky way basically it was the earth getting smaller and smaller and smaller and like zooming out to like the known universe right yeah and then like when you kept scrolling suddenly it was this picture of jesus like over the known universe and it was just him just saying stop masturbating <laughs> <laughs> And I've oh, that's always been like when I start to think about like oh forever God. expanding cosmos, it kind of ends at this meme of Jesus telling me to stop jerking off. Aww. And so like that's like my thing. I guess yours is a troll with a shoebox. Yeah, the troll was like, look at they're masturbating. I personally so, don't. So Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> Do you know? I don't. What time is it? Uh. Is it tea time? Sure. We have to. Fun. Wow. Oh. I have tea. Spell the tea. What's I, the tea? I witch? saw that some people are doing a really good job about making sure a portion of their reading. Like if a lot of people don't read tarot cards as like their primary income. So like okay. I understand that not everybody would be able to do this. Yeah. But a lot of people are saying, okay, like half of my income right now or a percentage of it is going straight to Black Lives Matter and like straight to 
I saw that James Feeney is doing like every time he sells a tarot reading, fifty、mm-hmm. percent of it is going straight to a cause of your choice. If you、choice. guys want a tarot reading right now, please buy one from James Feeney. I'm booked. No. Yeah. <laughs> the way that it works is you find a Black Lives Matter group, yeah, that you resonate with, that you think is doing good work, and you donate. Whatever amount you want to、mm-hmm. that, and then you just send him the receipt, and then he just takes off the fifty percent. So there's no middleman. Like、That's、you、cool. get to actively feel like you've done something, and you get a tarot reading. That's cool. Come on, that's, that's great. What better deal can you get than that right that's now? That's really great. I saw some other people doing that. I can't、Shout、think. Of, I, John, James. I can't think of anybody else at the top of my head, but I know I've seen other people doing it. Okay. That's T. Um. The other T is is that、um, we forgot how to podcast. I know we didn't work thriving. Are we thriving? You just can't talk.、It's、I、okay. just can't talk. But you're you're podcasting fine. I'm podcasting fine. I just don't know if you're humaning. I feel like I th- I think I'm suddenly I'm seeing that Jesus telling me to stop <laughs> stop jerking off. <laughs> Oh, it's the haircut. It's, it's the, the new rebranding. You're、it's, just like getting your feet wet. I know. It's I, fine. My, I, hair, I yelled at a coworker. My hair was so long; <laughs> it was like matted to my brain. And then now that my brain is breathing, it's like. <laughs> yeah. No, I yelled at a coworker. Oh my god.、Um, obviously, not like to talk about work and especially something like that. But oh yeah, I felt like that was a good. That was a good. You got into、uh, walk my, like walk my talk or talk my talk kind of thing and、yeah. like. I just I have no no patience or yeah I have no so like I also was really proud of myself for the way that I handled it because it's not like I just stooped down to their level I really came、you、at it. You brought the facts. I came really aggressive because they were coming aggressive, but I didn't attack them. You know,、mm-hmm. I just tried to say what I felt, and I、mm-hmm. did literally call out in front of you know yeah people like. That's white privilege, you、yeah. know, like that. That right there, what you're saying is the problem. I have、know? adopted a zero tolerance policy. Yeah,、um, it was like even I told you I was on that date, right?、Mm-hmm. And、uh, they they were kind of going into some shaky waters, and before、yeah. they could even open the sale, I、yeah. was like, I have a zero tolerance policy for this. Yeah, and then proceeded. To start from the very beginning,、yeah. like for an hour, and explain to them like what it's all about, like, why, like, like like if you aren't on the same page as me, then we're in, this isn't happening. Yeah, and then they told me that I changed their mind、right. about things, and I was like, is this and the work? Th- is this well, is this me using、it. my white、it's、privilege to、it. convince other white people like? What's going on? Yeah, like,、uh, or maybe not even to convince, but to like let them see. Yeah, I think it's our think job very much too not to like、convincing. attack or、yeah. to belittle. It's literally just to like stand, stand where you feel like, and don't hold any wishy washy. Like、mm-hmm. you do or you don't get out. Like some people tagged me on some shit, and some people were calling out some other shit, and I was here to listen,、mm-hmm. at least to see, like, okay, why did you do that, or what are you getting、yeah. at? Like, I'm not just gonna cut people out with the first hint of,、mm-hmm. um, you know, the other side of things. Because then you I won't just, be there to do the work. Yeah, but then there's also certain things that I can tell when it's just a lost fucking cause. Oh yeah, if they're. But the whole. The whole thing that happened, Zoom meeting. I'd say my social media landscape looks a lot different. A lot of people were unfollowed. I'm real. A lot of people unfollowed me, and I unfollowed a lot of people. I unfriended、mm-hmm. a lot of people, and I also followed a lot of people. Me too. Found a lot of great creators. I definitely hope that my algorithms and that my feed continues to. Be as diverse as it is now, and it's really sad that it wasn't.、Mm-hmm. But I, you know, part of it is like you don't even realize, realize the privilege. You don't even realize that it's there, and that's part of the journey. That's part、yeah. of being an ally. Is constantly trying to be aware. How many people from high school did you delete this last week? I don't have really anybody from high school. Like the people that I have from high school, I've already been. There's already been other reasons why we've. <laughs> You know, I get I get the few people that just constantly continue to ask to be my friend, and I just ignore. But like we used to be friends, and I unfriended them just because I'm like I don't fucking need like I don't. 
Who are you anymore? Like, literally, yeah. I like, don't. Some of those, like, white boy, blonde-haired guys that were, like, monster trucks and guns. Yeah. And they were sharing stuff, and I was like, oh. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you in this space? Like, yeah. why am, why, what, what is going on here? So, like, unfollow, yeah. unfollow, 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 unfollow. Wow. I was, like, a whole journey. I was like, what? I was like, I haven't spoken to you since seventh grade, and all you do is post Trump memes. Like, right. why? I can't do this anymore. No, like, no. I, I, um, yeah, I, I really don't have a problem so much with. I mean, honestly, the space that gets me is Facebook, and I'm yeah. on there because so much of my makes family me feel the most like, wild up. It really does because there's so many people on there from mm-hmm. older generations that as well have different ways of thinking yeah. and not all of them but there is a majority of them that are yeah extremely privileged and uneducated on like gra- minorities gra- grandma doesn't usually post make america great again on instagram she would do that on facebook grandma doesn't have an instagram also my grandma would never also do that. my grandma wouldn't do that okay either. but just saying <laughs> but if you, i'm sure there's got to be a grandma out there that's like i love it yeah did you see that tiktok of somebody reading like old white women's facebook like bios <laughs> yes and laughing yeah and it was like if you want to talk to me do not message me on here i have talked to me in person if you really care that's the bio the other one was just pasta and the, <laughs> <laughs> the one was like Hi, my name is Carol, and I'm here for a good time, and I have high blood pressure. <laughs> the other one is Relatable. Like, I don't know what is up with everyone. All I know is I have a very difficult granddaughter. <laughs> Tag yourself. I'm difficult granddaughter. I was like, this is the reason why Facebook sucks. Mm-hmm. There's so much great stuff for Facebook, and I really... It's hanging hanging on by a thread from, yeah. for a few different reasons, but... It's a great place for certain things. Yeah. It's not a great place to remi- be reminded that, like, people you thought were your friends just maybe aren't, yeah. you know? You know what? I, something I was thinking as well, and I think at first I was really, really quick to just silence and to kind of shelter myself into this little bubble of like okay i want to only follow and only surround myself with the people that get it that i have zero tolerance yada 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 Mm -hmm. but i think that is also doing a disservice to the movement because i have become so sure that trump there's no way he can get reelected. that that things have to happen because look at all of the people there's not one person that's not on this side that they can't argue like they can't argue against it or that this or this or that and then you find that one person mm-hmm. that actually is trying to voice their other opinion on it and isn't just putting up mm-hmm. you know trump 2020 uh, yeah. you know they're like they really are trying to justify their side which is unjustifiable but Mm -hmm. it's like really hard to remember that there is a whole other side of things there is a whole other realm realm of people who just don't get it and it's kind of making it like i feel as though yeah i don't know it's important to remind myself and not to like bubble myself into this perfect little like these people get it and i only want to hear and see from these people but i don't know how to do that without letting them in like social media is just not the space for it i think everybody is currently trying to figure out the line between that right now because you don't want to fall too much into an echo chamber otherwise how are you exercising your privilege if you if you aren't doing it so like i would not ever expect like a poc or like a minority group to to keep interacting with those types of people yeah because that doesn't make sense i feel like it would make sense more for you and me right that's what i'm saying too like i i Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a disservice for us to completely cut yeah everything out However, I have a zero tolerance for the for people who are just hateful, literally hateful, or mm-hmm. I can tell her a brick fucking wall on the subject, you know. But and then my tolerance for everything else is like point five out of one thousand. Right. So like, I feel like 
the things that are going to matter is in person and not on social media anyway. So maybe it's like on social media, you know, but we had come into contact with somebody who was completely Mm -hmm. Trump loving yada yada. And we were in a situation where we were just listening to what was happening. And, um, George was showing him a video of, you know, Trump addressing a certain issue or something along those lines and mm-hmm. you know a joke about it or some it was some sort of late night host or something like that that he was mm-hmm. showing him and the guy was showing his wife and was like oh look they're editing it together they edited it together to make him look like an idiot you know that this this is that and it was infuriating for me in my mind I was like he really is just an idiot okay but at the same time mm-hmm. like listening to him say that yeah it's like very empowering for us to know what the other side thinks and says to justify liking Mm -hmm. not only because this isn't it's important it's important to know what the other people think so you know how to respond and i I definitely want to be clear that like trump isn't like the sole reason Mm -hmm. why or the like he's a symbol he's, he's a symbol of the white privilege that black lives matter is fighting against everything you know Mm -hmm. um but there's so much more that goes with it i i i know you guys know that but maybe you don't i I feel like we should be clear on that but i do think that the lack of leadership basic fucking common decency or the ability to address a nation in a time of yeah of hurting and change um Anyways, it was interesting to listen to him say those things, Mm -hmm. don't you think? Like, I saw this post that, like, made me go, like... Yeah. It was, like, not all Trump supporters are quote-unquote racists, but all have decided that racism isn't a deal-breaker. And I was like, oh, That's racism. That's racism. Yeah. I mean, like... You feel like you're okay. Or, I mean, like, if a Trump supporter is like, I'm not a racist, I feel like, in my mind, it would be like, well, whatever, you probably are. But, like, even if you weren't, you've decided that that wasn't a deal breaker for you. Like, that someone else would be. Like, That's privilege. Oh, my That's God. Yeah. racism at its core. Like, the worst... Like, I honestly feel as though that's worse than using the racial slurs. You could say that you're not a racist and say As soon as someone says I'm not a racist, I'm very suspicious. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I feel like saying racial slurs versus literally blatantly supporting somebody who, you know, is allying for the continuation of deaths across... Yeah. Literally the whole nation. You mean like pro police, like pro guns, pro Trump, pro pro fucking idiots at this point. And if there's any Trump supporters listening to this, which I I don't know, I I doubt that there is, but maybe there is, you know, and maybe you you had to have already clicked off at this point. You had you had you had to have. But if you haven't Um, but if you haven't you know, and you have some sort of justified you know, reasoning for it, or you want to open up a discussion, hit us up. We're, you know, obviously we, we are, are adults. We're adults and we're ready to talk about it. We're not going to mm-hmm. attack you and we don't want you to attack us, but yeah, the guy's a fucking idiot. Oh, Phoebe's barking to come back in. So Samantha went to go retrieve the mascot. We have to be in an hour. Yeah, and if not, then what the fuck? I do also want to address that, um, you know, the the 12 minute or so podcast from last week, there was so much more that we wanted to say. I feel like there still is. It's and just there like, still is. I just, no, I want to be clear yeah. that last week, and, and maybe it was pretty clear from our voices and stuff, before we filmed that episode, we had just watched Trump address and talking about bringing in um, forces on the peaceful protests. And that was like the very beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had no idea what it was going to entail. Phoebe. Phoebe. Up. Up. No. Oh Up here. Up here. Okay. okay, now sit down. Sit down. You nervous? It's okay. Just relax. Last week right before like an hour before Mm -hmm. we had watched him address and basically come out and 
not only not like address certain things properly, but made people feel like we were under attack mm-hmm. for just standing up for basic human scary. rights. It was really scary. It was very emotional. And it was like, we were kind of in shock about what was going to happen, what was going to take place, and how big mm-hmm. is this going to be, and what's going to happen, and what can we do, and what are we learning? And then literally, right after that, we watched A live the stream. first live stream, really, of the protesters being tear-gassed, and mm-hmm. things being taken out of hand really quickly. And they really were peaceful quickly. protesters, too. So peaceful. I mean, they were, they were heated, but they weren't moving in mm-hmm. on the... And it was just a lot to take in. And then it was like 30 minutes later, we we sat down or an hour later and we had already talked about sort of like how we were or weren't going to address it on a podcast that we don't take seriously, like at all. That's literally jokes about us burping and shit. You know, we just didn't feel like this was the space or at least I didn't. Mm -hmm. I told Skylar that I wanted to make sure that if I was going to address it, the first place that I addressed it was not speaking of which podcast. It just yeah. didn't feel like it felt like I would be making a mockery of my yeah. my part as an ally. But I uh, I just I just want to make that clear that there's so much that we left out and there were so many things that we were in in shock and kind of processing last week. So if you felt as though we needed more, hopefully you did get a little bit from this and also mm. it put a smile on your face because that's honestly what we're here for. Yeah. Uh, there's so many ways in which you can learn and get serious about helping the movement. And we hope to integrate, like we said in the beginning. I hope, yeah. I hope you think I'm doing a good job with this. But I, I, I really think that we're going to try to integrate mm-hmm. so much more support. I think I was telling you about the Kelly and Maddox post. And mm-hmm. she was just saying how she will not stop like making sure that black voices are amplified mm-hmm. that this movement stays at the forefront of our thoughts and mm-hmm. just making sure that w- this momentum that mm-hmm. is happening right now like it's in everyone's hands right now to yeah. make something come of it and mm-hmm. like i this is going to be a long podcast I'm, I'm yeah. i am trying to wrap it up but like what i was thinking a lot and what i've been telling a few people is is that astrologically Mm-hmm. We currently have, and I don't know the exact date. I forgot what the exact date is. But currently, we have Saturn in Aquarius. If you know what Saturn is, I've been talking about it for a fucking year now. <laughs> Saturn is rules and restrictions and government and legalities and rules and um, being an adult and corporations and mm-hmm. CEOs and business leaders and the people that make the fucking rules, okay? And how rules are put in place and structured. Now, when Saturn is in the sign of Aquarius, Aquarius is unique, shocking, and different. It is literally the protesters. It is literally the minority groups. It's the LGBTQ+. It is the POC. It is the fucking... um, Literally anybody who is the underdog. And Saturn in the sign of Aquarius brings about these things where the minorities or the people who are not receiving equal attention uh, or, you know, abilities. It's literally the astrological cocktail for protests or for changes in law or the way people think about the ways in which Mm -hmm. the underdogs or the outsiders are being supported by the structures and the rules and the regulations that Saturn brings. Now, with that said, guys... I do want to go into this more like on my YouTube channel and stuff, but Saturn is going to retrograde back into Capricorn, I believe, at the end of this month. Again, I will look that up, so mm. you look that up for yourself as well, but I believe that Saturn will be retrograde back into Capricorn, but from the end of this month all the way to the end of December, um, I believe. Uh, and so with that... I was telling people that unfortunately I do feel like the momentum and the mentality and the energy that's behind the Black Lives Matter movement will shift and focus by the end of this month and it will be very different or at least back to what people thought it was consciously in the forefront of their minds but in the back of their minds subconsciously or in their souls so Mm. much has changed and it's going to be important for everybody to I think it'll be more structured it'll or be more... to like it's good to educate yourself mm-hmm. on your on your 
the things that you do have control over, like your city and your like s- starting small and having having it trickle out, um, but it will move forward again into Aquarius. So if it feels as if things are dragging its feet or come to a halt or kind of slow down, it's going to push forward again. So mm-hmm. don't lose hope or don't think that it's going away completely. It's just there's some things that we need to reevaluate or finish up from Saturn and Capricorn before we can actually have certain things hit home mm-hmm. and we can stay Saturn and Aquarius for two years. I think two and some half years. time to regroup would be good. Exactly. So don't think that if you feel or see it going away that it's going away because it's not this time and that that things will push through and i i I feel a Mm. big need to tell people that because it's apparent to me that by the end of june there will be big changes that will happen but like Mm. energetically we're going to be focused back on other things than the soul yeah. consciousness of the underdog unfortunately mm-hmm. but like i said when planets retrograde back guys it's because there's literally things to clean up or that there are mm-hmm. unfinished business or that there's things that we need to make sure that we really really got uh, before the big changes moving to the next sign can occur so it's actually really good that it's going to happen like you said regrouping and um shifting our energies mm-hmm. but saturn back in Capricorn is a little rough for me. A little rough for me. So I'll be having the final well, push luck. of my Saturn return. Thank you so much. That'll be really and exciting I'll be for in you. The clear. <laughs> How yay! I'm thriving now. Just you wait. I don't know what's gonna happen, but y'all All be right. there to hold my hand. Okay. Has this bye. been our longest podcast ever? Goodbye. No, it has not. Oh. Literally right. it's no. fine. I just, I really wanted to squeeze that in there because just in case I don't talk about it on a YouTube video or something, I I just want, I don't want people to lose, lose hope or lose the focus at the end of June because bitch, it's not going anywhere. It's just going to seem like it is for a little Mm -hmm. bit. So we need to reevaluate where that's going. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. That's it. Anything else? Mm-mm. I will see these people. Thanks next week. for supporting us. I still look every day and just see your guys' names, and I really, really, really appreciate those who um, contributed and stuff like that. So, if you want to support the podcast, you can for a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, mm-hmm. however much you want. Um, if you like this and you feel like it makes you smile or is educational for you, as well as please donate and contribute to organizations that are helping minorities and people of color and the Black Lives Matter movement, as well as anything else that you feel like needs your support financially. Okay. I feel better. All right. Okay. We can go. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.